Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. The Humanist Board. Fuel Synthesis. Written by Iona Voice. Sir, the human says he's bored. Captain said he's viewing appendage on top of all six of his manipulators. May the Great Mother have mercy. Earlier. Kyle was having a great day. The station was locked down and he wasn't allowed to be free. Be free. Oops, he yelled the last one. He glanced down at the immunity tag, a little marker that stated that he couldn't be inflicted by the current virus going around. Human scans indicated that the virus wasn't harmful to him, but that it could infect a variant of the blue cheese bacteria to make a far superior cheese. Hence why a sample was being shipped to Earth. Hey you! Kyle yelled. The poor alien guarding the ship bay nearly dropped, but held onto his own at the bundle of absurd muscles bounding towards him. How is it going, my dude? Kyle's lips rose up into a little at the sight of the guard's trigger finger having a seizure, but as impressed as his resolve not to shoot him. Kyle, you scared the crap out of me. The alien's common was quite good and should be as an alien was Kyle's friend aboard the station. The alien went by the name of form of screaming in a 60 hertz frequency range, but went by Dave at other times. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. How goes guard duty? Dave looked about ready to flick his tendrils, the cultural act that roughly translated into yelling at a wall in human culture. Great, great, just standing here with a stunner in one of the most polite stations in the galaxy. How about you? Great, great, gonna yell at the wall later. You too, huh? Uh, yep, so, um... Dave narrowed his eye stalks. He knew something was up. Kyle was not an innocent person, not at all. So that innocent tone was scary. No. What? You haven't even heard what I need. And what would that be? Rocket fuel, ethanol specifically. Dave relaxed significantly. Kyle was after an all an engineer, so it was perfectly reasonable request. Jeez, Kyle, you scared me. What do you need ethanol for? Crap's toxic, man. Oh, um, I have a project I'm working on to alleviate boredom. Nothing dangerous. And in a whisper, two others at least. So, uh, what do you say? I'm not allowed to let people in, though you do have a Q-tag, so, uh... The door hissed open, revealing the engineering bay. Amongst other things, it contained the main fuel synthesizer for the station. Kyle thanked Dave and stepped through, the energy barrier rising up after him. It didn't turn opaque, but it did block out the sound, which was probably a good thing as Kyle was laughing like a maniac all the way to the manipulator. Hey, computer, please synthesize 40% ethanol in human variant mineral water, please. Morning. Utilizing mineral water will decrease effectiveness of the fuel by 16%. Continue. Yes, Karen, please continue. The whir of the machine thwubbed through the Kyle as it synthesized not only the vodka, but the glass bottle that it was going in as well. 
A few minutes later, an extremely fancy bottle of the purest vodka emerged from the machine's small parts window, to which Kyle became extremely giddy. You're right there, bud. Kyle almost froze. He knew better than to change his behavior on a dime. Oh, hey there, Dave. Yeah, everything's good. Real good. The machine just did a superb job on the ethanol. Dave peeked around Kyle's arms and took a look at the fancy bottle containing the fuel. Why is it in such a bottle? Glass? Isn't that fragile? Not really. It's reinforced glass, anatomically bonded. It helps with keeping the taste of the fuel perfect, you know. Taste? You're crazy, man. I guess it's supposed to be a super pure for your project, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not quite done yet. Needs some additional compounds, though. Dave watched the in curiosity, the energy barrier behind them whirring suddenly. All the room really needed, honestly. The guard was a little overkill, but hey, station called for it, right? Kyle tapped his fingers over the glass of the machine, inputting a sequence of compounds that most human engineering students knew well. Moments later, a trickle of brown liquid entered the bottle of vodka, transforming it into an Irish whiskey. Or close enough. For some reason, the machine wouldn't let you make Irish whiskey to start, as it was identified as a toxic drink. But ethanol was fine as it was of fuel. If one listened closely, you could hear the laughter all the way engineering students in history's past going on and on and on. You get the point. Kyle reached out and pulled the fancy-ass bottle out of the machine, giving it a smell. Whoa, careful, dude. That's toxic. What? All right. Absolutely. Kyle capped the bottle and stuck the bottle in his side belt, the big one, as smuggling bottles of fuel required space. Dave waved his appendage in a goodbye after making Kyle promise to show him his project after he was done. He had half-heartedly agreed in the glint in his eye. Worrying. It would be fine, right? Kyle had finished the eighth bottle of the day by the time he had gotten back to his quarters. The retro game of Doom Eternal was playing on the holographic screen, heavy metal scaring off the Class Three and lower aliens. The steep into his quarters, held up a bottle, and began to laugh maniacally. Rap and tear, bitches. End of story. Story number two. Exotic Pets Business Negotiations Written by Apophis Pegasus Yes, yes, I'm an alien. Calm down. Calm down, you... Oh, dear me. I will translate it turned off. That's better. Now, please calm down. I'm not gonna hurt you. That's... Yes, really. No, the fungi you ate last planet rotation was perfectly non-psychoactive. However, I will gladly obtain some more potent fungal growths if it makes you cease that annoying racket. Good, now we can talk, or rather, I can talk, and you can listen. And before you start, yes, I am an alien. No, this is not some elaborate prank. No, I will not eat you. And while I must ensure your physical health, it'll be through scanning arrays and nanotech, not <laughs> probing. Now that we have the basics out of the way, let me tell you why you are here. I'm a purveyor, or seller of exotic interstellar fauna, and well, you're the fauna. Don't look at me like that, it's nothing personal, I've got mouths to feed. 
Not it, they're all mine, but it's a little valid. Actually, I'm a female. The canines don't exist on our planet, or any planet other than yours. I'll have you know, you rude little thing, that my brood sires had been pair-bonded for over 70 cycles and had me well over 10 years into theirs. Look, look, I assure you, you're not that bad, really. Try not to think of it as slavery, since your species lives on a death world and hasn't been subject to vetting by Galactic Alliance. It's more like being a pet. You're right, once you say it out loud, it doesn't sound better at all. Domestic organism? No. Sentient in holding? No, that sounds like a music group. Indentured sapient? Nope. All right, all right, let's try this again. You are worth a lot of money. No, just hear me out. Lots of guys and gals out there in the big bad universe want a human. Sort of a status symbol. But the holding tech we have is woefully inadequate for your kind. What do I mean? I mean, your species has evolved in one of the deadliest planets in the galaxy. I'm being serious. Noxious gas, punishing gravity, dangerous predators. Hell, you all even try to wipe each other out every hundred years or so. That makes you some of the most toughest, meanest organisms out there. You could probably crush most beings with your bare hands. And that makes every two-bit warlord, Lannister, or Prissy Noble sky and want one of your very own. They can't snap you up fast enough. But there's a catch, see. They probably won't be able to hold you. But regardless of whether or not they can keep you, I still get paid. And it's not like most of them have enough experience to tell one human from another. So if you were to escape and come back, and I sold you to another shining example of sentience. There we go. What's in it for you? Well, you get to see the galaxy. Lots of adventure, that sort of thing. When you're out running away from despots, warlords, and spoiled brats, my dwelling is quite luxurious, and there are quite a few alien species that you might be compatible with. I don't know whether you have antennae or a port, though, but Papa said everyone interfaces with someone. Plus, you get a percentage, of course. I'm not a swindler, not of you, anyway. Of course, it's good for you. Even property can go to a bar every now and again. How much? Ten percent. Absolutely not. Fifteen. Eh, twenty. Twenty-five, and that's my final offer. Fine. Thirty-five. Just don't break the holding cell. Damned rubber. On second thought, maybe I won't fix that crack. Makes you seem dangerous. Yes, yes, pleasure doing business with you too. Now, I know Helenister that is looking for a new attraction. Hope you like sand. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.